What's up, legends? Welcome to the Loot Lounge Podcast, episode three. Today's episode is going to be insane, so you don't want to miss out on any part of it. Today, we're going to be talking about what's it like being inside the mind of a content creator. But obviously, I can't do it alone, so let's introduce the amazing, amazing panel we have today. First up on the podcast, we have the one and only, the Fortnite lore master, Clark Clint. Is that my, 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 my yeah, right there? Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> greetings, you mountains. Oh, no, appreciate it, man. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, dude. And then we have one of the biggest YouTubers out there, Friendly Machine. What's up, guys? Uh, Clark's got the best voice in the game, but <laughs> oh god, I might have to have him narrate a storyline video. <laughs> we need to see that happen. And then we got one of the best community members who just always loves to be around the community and include all the community members, and that is my boy X Man. Just to recap, before we even started recording this, there was a there was a someone very late into this. I'm who was that? Yeah. Say who? I wonder who that but, was. Yeah, so it was very yeah. late. Mm-hmm. But hello, I arrived and I'm excited to be here. We're not gonna point out names, so like we're just gonna, you know. So basically, this is episode three of the podcast. So we're starting to work our way up there. Today's episode is going to be about being inside the mind of a Fortnite content creator. So that's why we've sort of got all of this amazing panel in here. So we're going to be chatting a bunch about content. So we're just going to sort of pick through everyone first. But before we do, I've got a little game for two people in here. So I don't know who wants to do it. Who wants to do the first game? It's totally up to you guys. I'm done to do the game. Let's do it. All right. We'll do Clark up first. So Clark, you've got a really cool game and it's called Turbo Trivia. Okay. Okay. So basically, you're going to have, I'm going to put the timer on my phone, and you have 30 seconds to answer these questions correctly, okay? So I'm just going to give you like, it's kind of like a rapid fire questions, pretty much. So the okay. new thing that we're going to be doing on here, and um, yeah, so. All right, some, I'm here for some it. Some of them might be a little bit hard, some of them might not be, but it's totally up to you. All right, so you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. What does the V stand for in V-Bucks? Uh, victory. <laughs> v in the tech, but yeah. <laughs> what color is the Battle Bus Balloon? blue awesome what year did fortnite come out uh 2017 legend who had the first concert in fortnite uh marshmallow yep what do you use to harvest materials <laughs> uh pick i was gonna say something crazy pickaxe <laughs> name a name a py on the current map starting with l uh lonely Land, lonely lodge no <laughs> fuck damn it <laughs> Did Fortnite Battle Royale come out before Save the World? No. All right, time's up. That was good. That was pretty good. I think I need to extend the time a bit so we can get through some more questions, but that was good. All right. So, Friendly or X-Man, do you want to... Who wants to do it? Who's up for the challenge? I'll give it a go, unless X-Man really is itching to... Do you want to do it, man? Yeah, yeah, this might wake me up. Let's get it going. (laughs) Yeah, go on. Go for it. So, actually, you you guys both can kind of sort of... Um, going with this game because it's called Looted Up. So it's a mini game where you guys have to uh, sort of, it's kind of like a would you rather. So you have to pick between two of your favorite loot. So you guys could all pretty much just join in if you want to. Oh, Alrighty. Okay, yeah, so, okay, sounds good. W- if you're playing a match, would you rather a big shield or a mini? Minis. Just one. Minis. Mini. Yeah. Awesome. Would you rather the Havoc suppressed AR or the MK4 Alpha? MK. MK. Yeah. Nice, nice. Would you rather the Maven Auto Shotgun or the Combat Shotgun? Combat. Yeah, combat. Oh, okay, that's interesting. All right. Would you rather Maven. the Maven? Oh, wow, wrong answer. L. <laughs> <laughs> you had a podcast. Like the, like a bullet spread with a combat. True, 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 true. 
Did you prefer the ODM gear or the Spider-Man Mythic? Spider. Spider-Man. I'm gonna say Spider-Man. No, that's okay. Medmist or bandages? Medmist. 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 Good answer. That's the only answer. That's the only correct. Go up to one hundred. What? <laughs> <laughs> the whiplash or the dirt bike? Dirt bike. Dirt bike. Nice, nice. Dirt bike. Right. Yeah. The firefly jar or the wasps? Fireflies. Wasps. Yeah, the wasps. Yep. And lastly, would you prefer the mech or the UFOs? Oh God! It's like asking, do you want your left or right arm cut off? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> probably the, probably the ufos i'm gonna say mechs yeah. oh i like the eggs yeah i like that i, like I, I that. feel like they could integrate mechs into a season where it makes sense so i'm gonna say mechs okay nice nice clock why did you pick ufos because they're easier to deal with than the mechs are True. so i'm just thinking like oh if i'm trying to fight somebody off yeah i'd rather than be a ufo yeah, yeah i can beam them so yeah good all right so what we're going to do now we're just going to introduce everybody you guys sort of just say who you are what you do um, and why you started doing Fortnite. So, honestly, any of you guys can go first, and um, we'll just go from there, really. So, no, no one else. Go first go, no one else. Go once now. Guys, calm down. Come on. Okay. Okay, I guess I'll go first. So, hello again. My name is X-Man. Um, I am a Fortnite content creator, content creator streamer, and uh, just like a just a go-getter, like, go-positive person. Um, I started, like, I started my content, I guess, uh, when I was a freshman in high school, uh, and it kind of, I, I really got into it towards like the next of year. And now years later, I'm now doing Twitch streaming. Um, I have tend to play different games now instead of just Fortnite and I've been, and it's been fun, man. So I oh, guess that's my intro. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and am I next though? Yeah, go dude. Yeah. Yeah, All right. So my name's friendly machine. I have, 2.5 million YouTube subscribers and I only post Fortnite on YouTube. I'm not a streamer. <laughs> uh, got into it in around 2018 when like the season 3 of chapter 1 was like the main hype. You know, with a John Wick skin, tier 100, Reaper. Anyway, uh, was working at a supermarket, stacking shelves and stuff and it just blew up and I've done it full time ever since. That's cool. That's that's actually really inspiring. Yeah, man. The BBC well, said that as well, so I was kind of flattered. Did I? I was like, oh. <laughs> did they really? Yeah, when they did an interview, because I was verified before Twitter blew for like a few oh, months. Oh, yeah. That was the article that got oh, it. Oh, wow. Nice. That's neat. Yeah. That's nice. You almost yeah. had 69,000 followers on Twitter as well. Yeah, it's been 100 followers off. Just before we get to Clark, I kind of forgot to introduce Ben. We've got, we've got the co host Ben as well. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I always forget something next. in the intros. Yeah. Wow. Imagine oh. forgetting your co-host. That's crazy. Man can make dragons in Fortnite. Hit him up. <laughs> <laughs> Makes the best dragons in Fortnite. Let's make that very clear. Okay. No, thanks, yeah. G. Uh, right. Am I supposed, am I supposed yeah, to say Yeah, drop clock. Yeah. Okay. Far away, bro. Well, I'm Cl- All right. Well, I'm Clark Clint. Uh, I've been doing uh, content on YouTube for about 16 years. But uh, the last Bumo. couple is has been... Uh, <laughs> Last couple has been where I really started cracking down on it. It's I've been um, the Fortnite content creator for the last couple of years. Um, I do Fortnite theories. That's what most people know me for. But I also do a lot of gameplay content. I do voice acting, skits. Um, I stream uh, very regularly. Um, I pretty much do anything you can think of relating to Fortnite content. I have creative maps. I cover all aspects of Fortnite. So mainly known for theories. But I, if you if you enjoy Fortnite. Basically, there's something to take away from it from my channel. So, um, just kind of 
making my way out here trying to figure it out, man. But I'm doing it one step at a time. So I'm honored to be part of a podcast like this with an awesome panel like this. And yeah, it's cool. It's good. So. It's going to be awesome. Alrighty, so that's basically, you guys get to know everyone. So, And I'm pretty sure like a lot of people on Twitter and YouTube and that, obviously we'll, we'll know you guys like Friendly, Clark and X-Men that in some way, shape or form, whether that's being in your streams, watching your videos, being on TikTok and stuff. So you guys will probably know them all on that. Um, what we're going to do is we're just going to slowly one by one as well, or you guys can all join in that. What made you guys want to start producing Fortnite content? What made you get into the game? When did you start getting into the game and all that good stuff? So, who wants to go first? <laughs> anyway, if we talk at the same time, it. I feel like our stories are just going to collide. Like. We can all alternate taking the, yeah. first, the first go around. So, Friendly, you, you jump on this time. All right. So, what was it? Getting into content and, like, yeah, like when you in Fortnite? Yeah, and well, like, when did you start playing and what made you get into it? Um, so, initially, it was, it was such a weird scenario. So, I won't make it too long. But um, at the job that I was at before I like quit because youtube started doing good I, I think i hit like 100k like quite quick so this was before shorts and obviously like when fortnite was a lot yeah. more popular i couldn't escape fortnite like all my co-workers were just like oh i'm going home to play fortnite like rushing to clock out to go play fortnite <laughs> fortnite toys are coming in it was just fortnite 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 i was just thinking why is everyone playing this cartoon game because i was still like a little cod boy at the time and um yeah like i just gave it a go and i saw like a few friends like other YouTubers like Ghost Ninja and Homer Games, if you know who they are, like blow up from posting Fortnite and give it a try, and it just all sort of snowballed. And I actually really enjoyed like the battle royale feel because Call of Duty before that, I didn't really dabble in it too much, yep. especially like Blackout and stuff. Was that Black Ops Four? I think it was. I think so. But yeah. Yeah. It, every like it was just like a almost like a rebreathe of your childhood in a sense because all of your friends were constantly online wanting to get wins and it was just like the <laughs> addictive feel of like even if you got a win it was like right where we landing boys you're already on the battle bus again so that's pretty much my story i think i remember like i was at school i was like i was the person that kind of missed out on it well i because i started one of my friends he got me playing i think it was like chapter one season three and i played for like a good probably week and i didn't know anything about a battle pass i didn't know that there was an upcoming story and all this stuff and i played it and i was like yeah this game is shit like i hated it and i was like because i was kind of in between PUBG and fortnite and i was like why would i want to play a cartoon game that looks like crap versus PUBG, which is a bit more realistic it's so creamy. i stopped playing it and then um around when season seven came out that's when i started playing it full time and i bought the battle pass and i got hooked on it but like it's just weird to know like i might have not got into Fortnite if I didn't pick it up that second time and actually played it, so. Oh, that's interesting. So you yeah. gave it a go and then it wasn't for you and then you came back. That's, yeah, and I genuinely think because I started playing like, I think literally like almost launched out of season seven and I had an Xbox gift card that I got for my birthday. So I used that to buy the battle pass and I think the battle pass buying that and doing the challenges and stuff is what hooked me onto playing Fortnite, which was pretty cool. Yeah, Epic's yeah. Epic's process that they have, man, to get people into the game. Oh is yeah, very is very addictive. Yeah. That's yeah, that's cool. So Clark, your turn, bro. Oh, is it my? Oh shit, I'm going. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what? So, what was the question again? How do I get into Fortnite? Or... Yeah. So, how'd you get into Fortnite? What made you want to start creating Fortnite content? Okay. Um, I'll try to. I'll keep this brief, but. I, I've been playing Fortnite basically since the game came out. I think I was playing within the first month of the, of the Battle Royale's release. Um, a friend of mine, I used to play Dragon Ball Xenoverse religiously. 
Um, and one of my, some of my homies that were playing Xenoverse like, bro, you got to play this new game, man. It's <laughs> Battle Royale Fortnite. Like, what the like, what? What are you talking about? So I downloaded it, and I'm like, yo, this is this is cool. Like, this is different. Like, it was an open world game, a fully destructible environment. That's how my brain was processing at the time. Yep. I'm like, I just want to just jump on this island and explore it. So I used to just play solos a lot. Um, then I got all my friends to get on. We were playing every day, playing squads. And then what changed, what, what made Fortnite like more than just a video game for me when I'm starting to, like my brain's starting to think down the content path is when I'm like, I saw Ninja playing with Drake. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, this is, this is huge. This is different. Because um, like, we had never seen anything like that before. I wouldn't start making dedicated Fortnite content for about another two and a half years from that point, I think. Because I started in, uh, I started making content in chapter two, season, at the end of season six, basically chapter yep. two, season seven. And so um, it's funny, I actually wasn't going to originally make Fortnite content either. I was going to do more of like um, relationship advice kind of stuff. I was oh, really? Do like, yeah. You know, wow. like, uh, not like, <laughs> I know this guy's a controversial person, but you know, like Andrew Tate, like that kind of sphere, the, yeah, internet, yeah, the yeah. manosphere, like that kind of stuff. Wow. Red Pill, all that. I was actually going to do that PM. content. I, I was writing down a script actually at the time for my first Red Pill uh, content video. And so my friends, uh, I hadn't played for like two months because it was chapter two, season six. I hated the season. I didn't want to even play. <laughs> so my friends hit me up. They're like, bro, jump on. I jumped on. We had a bunch of funny moments. I decided to stream that day. I had like two or three viewers. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take these clips and put them on TikTok. I'm going to just see what happens. I put a clip out. It got like 24,000 views. And I said, you know what? I wonder what would happen if I did this for a full month. And then like within a month, I got, I think, about 10,000 uh, followers on TikTok, and I was hooked. So I just kept going with it to see how far I could take it. I got uh, Tim the Tatman to react to oh, that's cool. uh, one of my clips. Yep. Um, I, I donated 50 bucks for him to react to, uh, <laughs> to one of my clips because there was a guy he had just played with named Jordy 2D. Jordy 2D was on Tim's stream, yep. and I was basically, I made this joke, like I was, I, I was basically copying Jordy 2D's like content strategy and ninja's content strategy and i was talking about i was i'm gonna play with tim the Tatman and chris brown and and i'm gonna write a book and i was doing all and so i sent it to tim because jordy commented on that video he's like yo this plan's flawless and so i then i sent it to tim and but yeah it's it just there's just one thing after another that's kind of kept motivating me to to keep making content and here i am so that's cool yeah it's amazing like the outcomes that end up occurring from like all the stuff that sort of leads up to it it's 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 cool like and it can be the mm -hmm. most stupidest thing that you could do too as well that could like set you up for the rest of your life with your career, like just for a video game. So it's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. that. X, what about you, bro? Oh man, it was so moving just to hear that. To hear two <laughs> beautiful stories. Those were <laughs> made me shed a tear, man. Yeah, cry up a storm. Uh, okay, so me, um, I started playing legit chapter, I, I mean, I got fully into it chapter one season but my first one was chapter one season two and how it started was that i was originally just a cod player i was just playing call of duty if not like either zombies or whatever i wasn't really into the whole br style and then the trend kind of kicked in where like every everyone's hooked onto a fortnite they're like oh yeah it's sick um and i downloaded it on my ps4 i tried it out i wasn't too into it so i just kind of like i played it like on and off all the time i just play with my friends and then season three came in 
and then it just it just hooked me pretty much the POIs, all the all the characters, and then that was I I committed I committed to it when I first bought my skin, which was Raven, and I bought the whole battle pass. Uh, I, I didn't buy the whole battle pass, but I bought the battle pass. Yep. But then after season three, I I just kept going with it. The just uh, keep playing the game, having fun with it. Content wise, it started at the same time when I got into it, and then I I guess it kicked off where um. I had Luani, one of the leakers, join us to my stream, and I didn't know t- I didn't have Twitter or anything like that. So a Luani and like other person was like one of the few people that I have known the longest. Mm-hmm. So they just it it really like and people like watching me. It kind of gave me like when I did like streams on YouTube, it was like oh people like what I do, people like this, just watching me like lose a game. Okay, <laughs> which it's, it's it's still to this day I lose. <laughs> but sorry bro don't worry (laughs) but it just i just kept going with it and i got better i got better with my editing on vids which i I still had to do them and then i got better with the quality of the streams and everything and and now it's here where you where i have like a sony camera and you could just see my face just all uh, reacting to me dying to uh, face sway mini shooting me from like 200 <laughs> meters <laughs> so yeah that's awesome that's cool it, yeah, I, I like hearing people's stories and how it sort of came about and stuff because everyone's different and everyone has different circumstances that brought them into the game and creating content so that it's really cool to hear it like there's i can there's probably so many different people out there too that have different stories so getting to know like just a few is pretty cool um Ben, what about you do? Because you do, obviously, you oh. do your Blender stuff and that. And what sort of made you get into Blender and um, just playing Fortnite? Well, I started in Fortnite, like, a couple of weeks after it came out. First off, it was my mate just begging me to play every day at school. Download Fortnite, download Fortnite. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, stuff it, I'll download it. And yeah, that was pretty much the start of the, the rabbit hole. I've played it almost every day since it came out, which is sad maybe but no um, that's <laughs> nah, good yeah yeah it's good uh pretty much just played it didn't really get twitter until end of 2021 so had twitter followed Fortnite leaks i was pretty much it at the time and then one day i'm like oh stuff let's try a blender because i kind of knew how to use the software in a way i was like all right let's chuck some Fortnite models in so i'll take screenshots in game and then Fortnite characters in they looked really trash at the time, and I can't believe my friends were like, that's good. But, <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad they said it was, because it kind of got me where I am today. And then, yeah, it was just making renders for a long, long time. And then when Combos came into the game, I made Your a obsession. remake of... <laughs> I made a remake of the How to Train Your Dragon scene. That got me a few thousand followers and... I mean, not followers, viewers and likes. That's how I, I first met Ben, out. was from that. That's how I first met yeah. you. Because I saw it appear and, on my um, following and I was like, oh, this guy looks cool. Yeah, and I talk actually retweeted. I was shaking at the time. I was like, oh my God. I would have done Biggest person I've ever seen. Shout out to Isaac, man. Yeah, He's a legend. <laughs> and, then, and then there was a couple, like a month or two dormant. And then I posted another animation. That blew up again. Because, yeah, that's got 400 and something thousand viewers, views at the moment on YouTube. And then I met Jake because I killed him in a game by accident. 
I was like, hang on. When I was trying to do my challenge, bro, like, serious? <laughs> he was recording challenge video. I was like, hang on, I don't know who that is. Uh, go back to replay, and I was like, yep, yeah, that's JQ on Twitter. And I messaged him, and then we got, kind of got to know him. But at this point, I just... Now he regrets around. it. He, he regrets yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, at this point, I just kind of hang around on Twitter talking to other artists. I help, like, make the, like, Sky background, so Sky boxes for other artists to use. That's kind of what I do at the moment, and... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. All right, so I'm kind of just, just going to start random conversations and just get stuff flowing in that. Um, So obviously we're in Fortnite Chapter 4 Season 3 and there's a lot of different content creators out there and um, producing different content like short-form content, long-form content and all that good stuff. Do you guys find anything at the moment in the community that kind of makes it hard to push content out or it's something that you struggle with that you'd like to improve? Edin. Definitely. Yeah. That's a really good question. I... Like, to get a, sorry, but like to get a good mm. short form editor, like obviously short form content would take a long time to edit as well, but then long form as well, like a lot of the juice has kind of been zapped out of it. We're like, not only the shorts tab on YouTube, but TikTok and just the rise of like even Instagram reels and short yeah, form content, yeah. not only just in the Fortnite genre, but like outside of it, it's just so popular. But yeah, go ahead. I feel like, it's... oh, sorry, sorry. Then no, no, go, go ahead, man. You're I good. feel like editing, like just from my personal point of view as well, I like doing it for other people, but when I do it for myself, I hate it because I'm my own biggest critic. So I always judge myself on what mm. I'm producing. So um, I can agree with editing. What, what, what was the question one more time? It was, what's the biggest challenge? you have with putting out content yeah and like the struggles that you go through now considering there's so many different forms and content creators out there i'm having an issue with keeping up right so like i'm being a one-man army i'm starting to really see the drawbacks of it yep. like for example we have the update on tuesday right and so i need to stream but uh, when I wake up, I'm finding out, oh, there's new Optimus Prime dialogue. Oh, well, now I'm going to have to make a video that I didn't plan on making this week about Optimus Prime. <laughs> then midstream, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just take me talking to Chad and make that the video. And then when I'm editing that, I'm realizing, yeah, but you've got like five other videos you've already, you know, planned to make today. Then yeah. I wanted to do a video about on the gameplay, and it's just like, I can't do it. There's no way I can... I can get all that content out. I guess it's a good problem to have that it's, you know, I have an abundance of content that I have to make, but the problem is with something like Fortnite, it's very timely. So if you don't get something out within a certain time frame, yep. it's not going to do well. And so it's like, if I don't get, and that's the thing, like I didn't get any really any good crazy gameplay talking about the, you know, the new uh, items in the game or anything. I had to go off the, I had to go the theory route again. So it's just, I think that's the biggest problem for me personally right now is just being able to get out more content. Especially with like the bigger, bigger channels and that that have like more than one person behind the scenes, like writing scripts, editing, um, getting gameplay. It does make it hard to keep up with them too. Yeah. Like, I, like for example, when Cypher, I know that when we have live, right? Like Fortnite Fracture. God, help me. Fortnite, <laughs> Let's not talk about Fracture. that abomination. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like, I remember within 10 minutes of the Fracture event being done, Cypher's already got his video uploaded. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, I've got to edit this and try to try to put it up. Like, there's no way just stop I'm recording, be able bro. to do that. <laughs> then have slow internet as well, like myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. believe it or not, I still do everything by myself as well, other than thumbnails. 
Jeez. Like, uh, wow. I don't, I don't write scripts, so I'll just like bullet point on a whiteboard, like what I sort of want to talk about, because I've done it for so long now. Mm-hmm. And um, I, but, I haven't, when I've wrote a script as well, I haven't noticed a difference in like average view duration compared to just writing bullet points and have it be more natural. Yeah. Yeah. So you edit so your own sure videos, friendly? Like, like you edit everything? Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I procrastinate a lot though doing it. I feel like Clark will maybe be the same, especially if you're stacked with like multiple ideas and things to do. You'll just yep, feel yep. like you're getting nothing done. Yeah. It's like being yeah, a jack of all trades, you're... master of none. <laughs> I know, friendly. You don't stream as much, but it's like, especially on days where it's like, I could, I could shoot this video, but I feel like streaming instead. Like mm-hmm. that just. Yeah. It's, uh, it sucks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, get, I mean, get your I, work done. Yeah, because I obviously don't stream. I have that like aspect in terms of if there's an update, I just want to play it to see, like, to get the gist of it for a video. Yeah, and I'm yep. like, have I got yeah. the full gist of it yet before I make the content? And have I forgot to mention something that I haven't like quite done? Maybe it's a voice line or something as simple as that, like you said before. It's um, it's it's just one of them like yin and yang situations. It's like, oh, just get to work. <laughs> Yeah. I like that you kind of mentioned that as well, because I feel like there are content creators that don't actually play after the update. So when they're kind of conveying their news or whatever they're talking about, they don't necessarily know 100% what they're talking about because they haven't got to like witness it and play it in-game. Yeah, that's definitely something that you can see with like either creators. I'm not saying creators have quit, meaning, oh, Tfue's just quit. Like, no, not like that. But like yeah. you could see toward like a lot of the people's journeys before they've either like switched game or something their lack of interest within yeah. the actual content of fortnite like they'll be like oh i'm streaming fortnite but then they'll be like pick up a boomerang and be like what's this like when did they add like <laughs> what does bruh, this do? like it was leaked in the key art and it's it's literally in the trailer and it's like <laughs> yeah. the main new weird weapon this season and it's trash what sorry um <laughs> Oh no, I'm gonna start a war. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, real quick, friendly. I have a question. I have a question. Do you have a Go hard time, like, trusting other people to edit your videos? Yes, that is the main reason I don't do it because oh I'm so, God. like, like Jakey said, he likes editing other people's videos, and I feel like the aspect of that is y- you feel like you're gonna just look at it more logically rather than yeah, like yeah. have your emotional kind of entanglement involved like oh is this good enough this and that and you look at it from like a logical standpoint each segment you're doing and it's more like easy to put out there even though it's the same sort of process but mm-hmm. obviously trusting someone else with like you say the time sensitivity of Fortnite content as well it's like can i trust them in this time frame and or would I have been better of just like sucking it up, doing the work by myself, and yeah. then like keeping the ball rolling as a woman army and getting a better schedule overall with like work life balance and stuff? But yeah, yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah, I, I have a that's one thing I'm struggling with is like, okay, if I get somebody to edit my content, are they going to be able to capture like the comedic timing, the essence yes. of like yeah. the, the vibe that I'm 100%. trying to say? It's that's very difficult for me to like, it's like if you're gonna. If I ever get an editor, they're going to have to really understand my personality and my content because there's a... Like you certain, as a person. Yeah, because there's a certain rhythm to it mm-hmm. as I'm editing. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Oh, I can put... So, you know, cause I'm, and I'm also adding stuff, you know, post-shooting. Like, sometimes I'll think of something goofy to do. Like, I'll throw in voice acting. I'll layer, like, four voices <laughs> over a particular part of the video or something. So it's just... I don't know. I, but it's good to hear that another yeah. content creator has the same struggle. Like, you, you know, it, it's hard to trust somebody with your editing. So. I yeah. feel like as well, my editing is obviously a lot different in the regard that it's only for like leaks and stuff. 
I don't know if you can hear the seagulls in the background, but I've got my window open. It's so hot here. But it's a nice <laughs> ambience. Just in case ASMR. You <laughs> Our special guest, eagles. Yes. <laughs> Coming to Fortnite, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I totally feel that. And people obviously like, uh, like Cypher, like you mentioned before, they've done a really good job in not only establishing a, a big team around them, but one that truly understands a creator and like their path going forward with what type of content they make. So obviously people will watch Cypher for Cypher, like they'll like his personality, they'll mm-hmm. like his stream yeah. and stuff. And obviously he's like a really good, you know, content creator. It's undisputable at this point, whether you're a hater or not, he's a good content creator. Look at his amassed following and look at the loyalty. So yeah, it's, it's one of them things. I feel like, it's a risk, but it's a risk that either pays off massively or it can be detriment to your brand and channel yeah. in that sense. Yeah. If you're finding an editor, I feel like you have to, if you really want to get another editor, you have to try and take that risk to, in order to find if they have the similar personality and like sort of point of view as what you do. So I do feel like you have to take risks in order to sort of achieve things yeah. greater as well. Yeah, it's That's like true. life, roll the dice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> take the risks what about ux do you struggle dude with like streams and stuff i i hear hearing hearing all the um hearing, all, hearing everyone's like thoughts on it and everything yeah i would i would agree because i i had the thought too of like hiring someone to like make the stuff for me because for me when it comes to like editing and whatnot it, it takes a long time and i always got i always got family that i like, always get that call of family like hey am i helping me out with something and then it would just kill like 20 minutes and i'm fine with helping them out absolutely and then i come back and then it happens again come back happens again like yesterday i was outside for the majority of the day and i came back home like at seven or eight literally mm. so well it, it does it does tend to happen and that plus like with like i think content wise i think the one thing i would say everyone's done something on fortnite yeah yeah so i think with the i think one thing i would say if if someone out there is trying to like make it like stand out you have to do something that's like great like like crazy original to where no one has done it yet because everyone's done everyone's done something in here because we have donald muster that does exclusively you know creative stuff uh we got we got the boy clark out here doing fortnite lore and everything like everyone's everyone's done something that like it, it they just makes himself unique in the way yeah, exactly yeah so, and that's what makes you stand out and get an audience as well is your uniqueness your individual personality I, yeah i i um you know i think that's something a lot of content creators don't understand um right and this is something i was going to bring up i wanted to bring up today but when you know you, you gave me the prompt early on you know like be inside the mind of a content creator yeah so i've been thinking i've had a few days to think about this but it's just like when when people i have people that come in my chat all the time and they are hey can you give me any tips on you know on, on content creator or streaming or i'll have people message me the same question or hey will you look at this and you tell me what you think and it's just like the the thing i tell everybody every single person that genuinely wants advice for content creation i tell them the same thing i said you need to answer this question i said this is gonna be the hardest question you ever have to answer as a content creator i ask myself this every day why should anybody watch you if you can't answer that question then you're doing something well, wrong. Yeah. You have to be able to answer the question, why does anyone, why should anybody watch you? Why should somebody watch me post to Cypher PK or to Friendly Machine or to Jakey or to Tedious? Or, you know, like there's gotta be something, like even if I'm doing a, the same kind of content, like when I did started doing Fortnite theories, I, the reason why I started doing Fortnite theories on YouTube when I had already, they were already doing well on TikTok, but two, there weren't as many people doing it on YouTube. The only person I knew of at the time 
was PlayStation Grenade, uh, Top 5 Gaming, and then I had just found Restro, right? I didn't even know that Tedious and Jay existed yet. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, let me, I'm going to jump into this arena and, you know, try to dominate. Then I found out, oh, there's a few more people. But it's, I, even then, I'm like, I have to figure out my own spin on this. I can't sound the same and do the same thing the same way as everybody else, you know? Yeah. Um, like if there, because there's so much competition, you it you're gonna if you want to actually do well in this arena, you've got to really figure out your niche and like how you're gonna stand out from the other probably million millions of people that are trying to make it just like you are and trying to and putting out content. So that's yeah. a good answer. I like that. That was a, yeah, I really like that. You gotta sort of ask yourself that in order to. I I like that. That's good, Clark. I actually really like that. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I never really thought of that, actually. So, yeah. Well, get to get to like, work. No, yeah. <laughs> get the whip out. Like Come a on, niche, man. <laughs> a niche within a niche, in a sense. Like, obviously, you're creating mm-hmm. Fortnite content, and then that's like a niche in itself. And then you are the niche within that to stand out to the point where why would people want to watch you rather than mm-hmm. someone else create something similar? Because at this point, everybody, like you say, can either you know like take inspiration off or directly replicate content. Yep. So it's it's all about the like why the you factor yeah and because it's see here's the other thing too right like friendly you started making your content at a time where there was a lower barrier to entry like you you started i think at like arguably like one of the best times to make fortnite content yeah and now it's just like i i've i've been one you know i actually wanted to ask this question as well and all you guys can answer this but i'm honestly wondering is it possible do you guys think it's possible now for somebody to get up there be a personality uh, and, and and get to the same level as Cypher PK or Nick A30 or any of these other guys through Fortnite content? Because Cypher, there's something Cypher's been pointing out in his videos for the last few months. He's been saying that there hasn't been a new big-time Fortnite content creator that's risen to the ranks of stardom in over two years. I think it's been about three years now. So I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I'll be up front, that's where I'm trying to get to. Yeah. But yeah. I have, sometimes I'm sitting here wondering, like, is it even possible? Because it's just so saturated with so many different people. But I want to know, what do you yeah. guys think? I, go first. I, I think it, <laughs> I reckon it is possible, but it's just going to take a lot longer than what it is in terms of like when Siphon that did it. Because obviously there was hardly anybody in that niche. So in order for them to get to the top, it was harder to be recognized because now you've got things like TikTok, Shorts, Twitter. Like there's so many more social platforms now that you can rec- get recognized on. Um. But I do think it is a lot harder to reach it now because, like I said, Clark, it's so saturated now, the community. But I do think it is possible, but you're going to have to have some key element of being super unique. And I do think it's going to take a lot longer than what it would be back in the past. Even though that was still quite a grind, um, I still think it's going to take a long a long amount of time to reach sort of Cypher's level and that, if you use him as yeah. an example. Yeah. The uh, I sort of disagree and agree to extent to what you just said there, Jay. Yep. So, first of all, it's it's not like, you're wrong, or anything. It's like, it's 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 right, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it takes grind consistently over time. But I feel like for someone to come along now within Fortnite, it's going to have to be, like, quick, fast, speed True. attack. Like, yeah. really good content, like, distributed every single day so nobody can even keep up with trying to replicate what they're doing. Almost kind of like 
Mr. Beast, in a sense, no one can really touch him, and despite people trying to replicate his content, they never know what he's going to do next, and mm. that's a hook factor. And then, obviously, he spends millions of dollars on his videos. I'm not saying this creator upcoming in Fortnite would need to do that, but it'd have to be such a unique wow factor, especially with the like multitude of different social platforms, especially yeah. the short form grabbing your attention instantly. Then how can you translate that to like a longer form video and keep that same like vibe going of like I can't not watch this or you're hooked or you watch until the end so I feel like it's a combination of somebody coming along completely revolutionizing the way that people actually make content on a game or surrounding a game in itself and then um also doing that like consistently to grow to the heights of these other careers I mean I wouldn't say it'd be very easy to get to the heights or like the reputation of the likes of cypher pk mm -hmm. and people like that because they're so solidified now it would be very hard yeah. for someone to do that it's possible yeah. but a content creator that i noticed is getting a lot of recognition is like this guy who does like just short skits of like fortnite and he's getting hundreds of millions of views i've forgotten his name i don't i'm not that guy so you can't oh, know I who you're talking about either, like, but... i can't remember the name either but yeah i think i've seen yeah, yeah. i'm not sure who you, i'm not sure who that is that, that dude's funny it. like even if you, it's sort of to the point now where even if you didn't play Fortnite, you know about it. And because they're mm. so, like, obviously entertaining and snappy in, in short form content, especially, people are going to watch that, whether, like, they're keeping up with Fortnite or they even care about Fortnite. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, he's mentioned the, you know, that he's got a Nerf tack shotgun from Fortnite or, like, just, like, it's a general skit of a, you know, a kid who likes games. It happens to be Fortnite and then his dad. Yeah. And, yeah. And I also think a lot of the time now, like, everybody has goldfish minds where they just have a short attention span. So I feel like you need your content to be short and snappy, like you were sort of saying, just in order for people to stay entertained. Because, like, I guarantee, like, shorts you've seen perform a lot better than long-form videos majority 100%. of the time. Just because people want that quick content to just to flick through and get, like... I, for me personally, I like to watch long-form content because I like to get to know the, the creator a bit more. Um, but sort of speaking on more of a general community side, I feel like people just want to get all their news as quick as they can, whether it's Fortnite news, Fortnite lore, uh, just content in general, within like 30 seconds to a minute instead of spending a whole five minutes watching it. Here's the thing I've noticed, right, when it comes to like Fortnite content as a whole and also something you, you just said. It's the issue with short form content and because my biggest following is on TikTok. Yep. Right. I, and I, that's where I got my start, getting the momentum to make content. The issue with short-form content is it doesn't allow you to really build that relationship exactly. with people. Yep. Like, that's why you'll yeah. see, like, new Fortnite, newer Fortnite YouTubers that have a million, two million, three million, and they got it through shorts. If they stream, they'll only be able to average maybe 150, 260. Mm -hmm. It's like, you think at a million you'd be able to get at least a couple thousand people to watch you, right? But it's not the case because it's a lot of people that focus on short form don't really focus as much on the community aspect of it. That's really where the long form and the live streams come in, where you can really hone in on, uh, on, a, on a communal aspect of, the, you know, of, of honing in people that are rallying behind you as a, as a person and as a creator. Yeah. The other issue, though, is like a lot of Fortnite content right now feels the same. Like, there doesn't feel like there's a lot of innovation with it right it's now. It's very repetitive. Um, even when it comes to live streams, like, people aren't as interested in watching. Like, there's more people playing the game than ever, arguably, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's not anyone wanting to watch Fortnite content. Like, Fortnite live streams, like, Fortnite content. It's just, and it's crazy because it's like, dude, 
This is like the world's most popular game, and nobody gives a shit. Well, I'm just, just cut. Sorry. Yes, yeah, no, you go. Nobody cares to watch it. Um, so it's like Friendly was saying, like, there's you, you're gonna if you're gonna come up now, like, you really got to do something that stands out, that, yeah. that's ahead of the yeah. curve, that's innovative. And I'm still, honestly, I'm still trying to figure out what that is. I don't, I don't know. Still got to figure that out. But. And I feel like sometimes that can come at the most random moments too. Like, for example, Little Snow, she did her short form content on like the little sticky boy about Spider-Man just like, just making mm -hmm. fun of it and stuff. Like, it's just so random and like wacky. It's yeah. like, it could just happen at any time too. Yeah. It's an attention-based economy. That's it is. what it is. Yeah. It, it is. is. Definitely is. Um, Ben, because you're like on a bit of a different side to us, because you're like obviously more with the blender art side do you what struggles do you find to get your sort of set, like yourself motivated to, to to post it and do you find any struggles clashing like with other other creators well i think a lot of like a lot of creative was it block out blackout wait you just lose creativity for a while yeah like, you yeah. Just, roadblock. yeah 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 that <laughs> like that happens pretty easily and quite often like as an artist i guess like you get a surge of ideas, you execute them, and then that's it for a while. You don't know what else to do kind of thing. And making something when you don't have the passion to make it is extremely hard. Like, you usually don't even finish a project if you're not, mm -hmm. it's not something you really want to do. But like you said, just pointed out, Jake, about um, not competition, but seeing other people do extremely well and make sometimes it's like absolutely insane renders or animations that can kind of ruin your motivation in a way as well as inspire it because it makes you go oh i want to be able to do that but at the same time you think oh i can't do that and then you lose your motivation so it's both a positive and a negative kind of yeah thing, yeah i guess you could say do you guys find that because I, I feel like everybody here no matter what anyone in the community compares themselves to other people to try and push themselves to be better or you sometimes you might get a bit discouraged but do you guys find if you compare yourself to other content creators does that put you off of putting out content because you might feel intimidated or does that sort of motivate you to produce better content than somebody that like you're inspired by i guess um it's a bit of both for me personally like healthy competition's good and yep. any competition is obviously a motivating factor but i'm somebody who likes to put themselves i'm a bit weird so <laughs> Just end the podcast there. I'm a bit weird. That's it. Uh, uh, I like putting myself in these uncomfortable situations because it sort of makes you feel like, oh, like we're not just, you know, in the rat race, just like this and that and a routine that's going to last forever. It's like, it's good to feel all these different things because it shows you're actively trying to progress. And once you've True, like yeah. identified that that's the sort of process that you're going through, then you can obviously get to the motivating factor of, I want to be able to do what they've done and how could I even improve off of maybe what they've done or do it differently in a positive way. Yeah. 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 I would just add to what I was saying before. I, yeah, obviously it gives you motivation, but, and you try to accomplish that level kind of thing. But when, as an artist, if you don't see yourself like being able to replicate that kind of level of quality, that's really demotivating, but it also is motivating in a way. It's kind of a big 50, 50. I don't know exactly how to explain it, yeah. but, it's yeah, just as an artist, that's my kind of point of view. I kind of feel like as well, yeah. like you, you compare yourself to somebody else and then maybe you feel a bit discouraged and you, you still end up putting out the content, but that content that you're producing, um, maybe you're trying to live up someone's expe expectations or try and be like someone or just get inspired in general. 
I feel like that yeah. content that you produce, it's your own work. So it's going to be different. And I feel like sometimes that's yeah. what people can sort of gravitate to you more towards because they're like, oh, this guy's content looks like this, but you were kind of inspired to create something else, but it's turned out a certain way, which people have sort of drawn in because it's unique to you, even though you're trying to do something else. That's true. But I also like I'm friends with a lot of small artists, like, mm-hmm. like obviously we've got all the big artists, like everyone knows who they are, but a lot of smaller artists who have maybe less than a thousand followers or maybe around that. I know they struggle a lot with kind of quality wise. If they can't think they can, puts that link out as high quality it just ruins their motivation it's it's one of those things where i think it affects smaller people a lot more than bigger people as you yeah. Could say. Yeah. yeah with the twitter art scene as well I've, I've noticed that a lot like some you'll see like somebody like either really improve quite quickly and then they're posting a lot of stuff and then other artists seem to be not posting although it seems like a good time to be posting art and it, they're, they're doing it on discord if you're getting calls with them and it's like oh well, why are you not posting and they're looking at other people it, i feel like it's just a very human trait to just it is, observe yeah. other people and you know like compare yourself negatively and positively so it's it's all a matter of just like getting through the motions in your head i suppose yeah that's you, true you have to be very careful with that you know like there's a couple things here right it's like mimicry is the best form of flattery there's there's a point when you're first starting out like you are going to be mimicking your favorite content creators. Oh, yeah, but if you sure. do it long if if yeah, you do it so. long enough you're going to branch out past yeah. that um you're going to find your own rhythm um then though that then that comes the next challenge is what you what we're talking about here which is like um you you're comparing yourself to other content creators and then sometimes you feel like you don't you're not, you're not stacking up right yeah yeah um i like what friendly said how and I, and like i guess i'm a weirdo too cuz i like putting myself in uncomfortable situations the only yeah. way you're going to grow as a person, as a content creator, is by getting your ass or your butt kicked like a bunch of times, right? Like you you have to constantly get like rejected. You have to put out crap content because over time, when you if you're if you're dedicated, you're gonna learn from those mistakes. Exactly, yeah. Form, form yeah. your content, right? But the other part too is it's like when I'm looking at the other larger content creators, um, people that are bigger than me, people around the same size. I'm be, I, I, I pray I pray don't come across as arrogant when I say this, but I'm, I look at a lot of other people, and I'm like, I don't really see anything that you're doing that I can't do. Like, mm-hmm. you might have a better production quality than me. You might have certain assets that I don't have. Like, you might have a team of people behind you. But in terms of entertainment factor and, and ideas and concept, you're not going to beat me. I like I'm that mindset. I like that. It's 100%. like, it's, and I know that it sound that it might come across as arrogant, but at the same time, I, you do have to have... And we were talking about a little bit of this off off camera as well. You need to have confidence in your abilities. If you've got some amazing, beautiful, God-given talents, utilize those to yeah. their fullest potential. Maximize those. I've been, for the last couple of years, I was talking to my mom about this last night. I was telling her that I finally, I said, I feel like the last two years has not been, how do I say this? You know what? Okay, let me put, paint a picture. You know that when um, people talk about content creation, right? They say, oh, like, I... I created the foundation for my um, for my brand, right? Mm-hmm. I told my mom, I said, the last couple of years, I don't really feel like I've created the foundation for my brand. I feel like I just collected the tools. I got the bricks. I got the clay. I got, you know, the different tools I need. I got, I, I bought a plot of land. Okay, I've got all that now. Now, I feel like I'm entering a stage where I'm building up the foundation for my brand. And then a couple of years from now, I don't know, who knows where I'll be. But it's, it, it's, it's just, you're, there's all these different stages 
that you're going that you that you go through and the only way you go through through them is if you have some adversity you have some setbacks you have you have some you have a lot of moments of doubt and you you figure out how to push past each and every one of those it's content creation regardless of what kind of content you're making it's ups and downs right you're gonna have those really high moments where you're popping everybody's talking about you you're collaborating things are going well the gameplay is great you're enjoying yourself and then it's all gonna dip down one day and you're gonna be like what the hell happened did i fall off and you got to push past that yeah, so, yeah. the uh, dopamine chest looking at them numbers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's that's also one thing why i want to create this podcast as well is because there's also a lot of that side that people don't see. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that people don't see that could make them not as motivated or that's why they're holding back from creating content. So that's another mm-hmm. reason why I want to create the podcast is because I want to know stuff that people, if they're willing to share, obviously know like what they struggle with and what they deal with in order to get past those hurdle moments. And that could be inspiring for other people listening as well, because they might be like, Oh, so we have the same issue or we have similar things that can't sort of get us past the point so we're going to try and find ways to overcome it and um, and do do better with what you produce so i think that's that's a good thing as well x do you do you do you have any problems like that any struggles um i would say yeah yeah because like you, you gotta realize there's a bunch of people watching higher up um like content creators and everything so for me i feel like when i see them i'm like man Am I am I doing something wrong? Is it is it me? Is it the content I'm putting out not like not engaging? And 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 that factor of like nowadays everyone's attention span is like so shot off. Yeah, so true. It, it's wild. Like literally, like I, I have like a I have a little sibling that she just watches TikTok, and <laughs> she could be there's like a legit. It's just like a video on the top. And then someone playing Subway Surface at the bottom, like it's <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, do should I just do that? <laughs> I'm die. I, I die laughing. But I'm like, man, should I just do that nowadays? Just put my videos on the top and just play like, like PUBG or something in the bottom. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Colorful Fortnite death run, 500 levels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have seen a few Base. Fortnite ones. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, but content. I think I think at the end of the day, though, like for me, I I don't get it. I don't get into my head like that that much. When I see that, I'm like, I I look at that. I'm like, I, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. I feel like like I could get to that level if not like yeah. If I just keep pushing myself every day with this stuff, I'm probably gonna get that. I I probably will get that big break moment. And when I do, I have to keep that moment going yeah. because I feel I feel like everyone has that. They have that. They have that moment where like. Like where where I say like you like you shine on I say that every time, like when when that when you get that shine, that moment you gotta keep it going. Exactly. If you lose yeah. it, you you can't. You're, it may be hard to get that back up. Like That's, for that for example, like Lula Snail when she did that bit, she kept going with it, and now she's zooming. She's still going. <laughs> she's on top. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, Separating the sheep like from goats. <laughs> He's the fastest <laughs> snail out there, bro. <laughs> that's this one. But see, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I feel like. I feel like everyone has that shine, and it's going to get there at some point. When they get it, it they got to keep going with it or just, like, just keep living with it. Yeah. At the same time, that's also, like, one of the darkest aspects of it, too. Right? That's a double-edged sword because, like, let's look at Tifu, for example. News just came out. Tifu's retiring, right? When I've been looking at a lot of the other bigger streamers' reactions to it, Tim, Cypher, uh, Nick Merckx, Ninja, and 
they're all there's all so there's something similar that each one of them is saying which is that like when you make it right it's cool and everything you're almost saying like, oh yeah i just swapped places with you but a lot of people don't understand it's like when you're operating at that level taking a couple of days off will eat away at you because oh, yeah. like you you feel like you're gonna lose your relevance right like yeah um you know what what x is saying yeah you know when you get when you find that thing like when you hit that you find your niche you hit a thing that's working out very well for you you get you definitely want to continue doing that but at the same time there's also a moment where it's just like once you once you're in that rhythm you feel like you can't stop you feel like if you stop it's over like you're going to become irrelevant yeah um and then it's then you're going to the whole mental health kind of a thing where it's just like how much of my life am I sacrificing to keep up with the momentum and the pace of my brand and my career? You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm hearing, I was hearing stuff about like content creators. They take a week off. They lose 15,000 subs on Twitch. Right. So, um, so, so it's, it's like, it's this weird double edged sword that you, you kind of got to be aware of when you're getting into this space. It, you know, I love that. I feel like yeah. as well, like you need to make like the decision ultimately that comes down to when you like these this feels like a maze that we've dived into with all of these different avenues that people don't necessarily think off the top of the head becoming a content creator but what Clark just said there when you arrive to that point of like how much of my life am I sacrificing like ultimately one of the maze kind of exits that you need to come to is this is what I do want to be doing yeah so like it doesn't feel as such light work like don't get me wrong things go wrong with every industry you could be working longer hours you're gonna have to sacrifice doing things just things happen come up but as long as this is actually what you want to do in the place you want to be rather than a like working for some other big company even if you're getting paid like a, a nice check every month and but you really hate doing it and you feel like it's not fulfilling it needs to like you know it needs to raise the arm hairs on on your arm, obviously not your legs. It wouldn't be arm hair, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I feel like with no matter what job you do have in the industry, like there's always going to be that double edged sword, like you're talking about, Clark. And mm. that will come with no matter what job you have. It's just if you have that passion for that job to keep to sort of push past that and motivate yourself to be greater. Like at my job, like I work at a place called Harvey Norman, so it's like I think it's kind of like an American Best Buy a little bit. So we sell like mm. technology and stuff and. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy it because I like being able to interact with people and talk to people and that. And every we get a set budget, so we have to hit a certain budget every month. Right. And it's good because it's kind of like I get motivated to hit that budget. But at the end of the day, it's not something that I'm passionate towards. I just hit it because it motivates me in my current job. But it's something that I don't feel 100% passionate towards because it's not something that I want to be in. Or It's kind of hard to explain, but... Um, I enjoy it, but I don't feel that passion towards the job. Right. I, I think that's... Aspect, Sorry, go ahead. My bad. No, that's all I wanted to say, just the social aspects. Because like, as a content creator, obviously we're sat at our desk a lot, especially like me and you, Clark, who are perhaps a one-man army. But yeah, go ahead. That's mm-hmm. all I wanted to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is true. Like, I've, I'll be real. Going off of that, now, like, I've neglected my health, my personal health um, for the last year. and I'm trying to get back out there and start doing real life stuff you know like that's one thing uh, outside of like before i was doing Fortnite, i love dancing bro i love going out dancing going to the club let's go yeah just, just hell yeah like, like, bro i went like the last time of clark bro i'm telling you I, i'm gonna i'm gonna put the dance on the dance floor or what oh uh, bro listen i'll bro i'll moonwalk 
the the night away, bro. I will set that floor on fire. Bro. I will pay <laughs> so much to see. Listen, I can tell y'all stories about some of the some of the crazy nights I've had. Like we, me and my boys, we used to just go into the club, right? Just like we just push people out the way, make a circle, <laughs> just get going, just go. Oh God. Ah. Anyway, I miss it. He <laughs> loves it. But, but like, uh, yeah, it's you. You really. I've sacrificed a lot of that though in the last year, right? Um, there's there's a lot of things that I've learned as a result of putting my head to the ground and just grinding out this content stuff. And I've loved every second of it. But um, I realized that this is a, a really good potential. Like if I keep going at this, there's a good opportunity here to, to really thrive and to provide a stable living for my family and to be able to meet some people and do some things that you wouldn't normally be able to do. Right. Um, but it just takes a lot of work. And in this arena where there's so much competition, like we talked about before, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. Um, but the thing that I've realized is that, and this is what, and anybody listening to this, this is what you have to understand. If you're going to do this, there are so many roadblocks that you're going to have to face. I, I don't think a lot of people really understand. Like if you really, if you really want to be a content creator, cause I think Jakey, you were talking about like, um, uh, just like putting in the putting in the time, putting the the, the effort to it. We've all yeah. been kind of talking about that, but it's yeah. just like there's one thing I remember Harris Heller saying. Oh no, you were talking about the, excuse me, you're talking about the passion, the passion yeah, yeah, that you yeah. have. Like yeah. you don't have the same passion you do for your day job as you do this, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. I don't know if you guys know who Harris Heller is. Alpha Gaming. I think he's Senpai Gaming now. But one thing that he said that was really cool, um, that that really stuck with me when I was before I was really doing the content stuff really hard. He said, "Listen." the likelihood of you making it as a top content creator is very slim. He's like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try it, but it's very slim. He's like, you might, he's like, but give it a shot. He's like, the younger you are, the better. Give it a shot. Try it for a year, two years. And if he's like, you might come to the realization that you don't like this. The last two years, right? After all, like I've had all these different ups and downs and all this crap that I've gone through my personal life and everything, right? All these different things that have happened. I've still found that I get, I've got, I think I'm more excited about making content now than I ever have been in my entire life. Um, this is, it, it's, I, I get excited about posting a new video. I get excited about coming up with different video concepts. I get excited about collaborating with people, making Fortnite maps, live streaming, like the, like the stream I had yesterday. That was one of the most fun streams I've had in a long time. I love entertaining people yeah. and being able to do that. After two years, so things I gave myself that two years that Harris was talking about, right? And I can genuinely say, I like this. I have I haven't lost momentum, I haven't lost steam, I haven't lost motivation. I do enjoy this. But on another note, I will say this too. This is kind of borders the Tifu thing. I do also understand that there might be a point in time where I don't enjoy this as much, right? Yep, yep. And and I and I accept that. But as it is right now, I think after doing this for a couple of years, I think I'm cut out for that. And everybody, like, if you're going to pursue content creation, you need to keep that in mind. This might not be you. Might if you hate making videos, if it's a pain, if it's like pulling teeth to make a video, or or to stream, turn on the, the camera to stream. It's not. It's probably not going to be for you. And you just got to be honest with yourself about that. And yeah. on top of that, to add to it as well, like if say if you are at a spot where it's like, you, say you're making like millions of dollars a year, like these bigger guys who've maybe got contracts and stuff. Obviously, there's an element of discipline as well for a certain amount of time, even if they don't, like, they know they're not enjoying it. They don't right. enjoy it. And they're actively, like, feeling like that. 
instead of obviously quitting and thinking I'll get a few more years out of this then retire maybe Tifu thought like that in a sense toward like his last months if not year of, of being in the content rat race so to speak which again that's like not to say double-edged sword like 50 million times this podcast but <laughs> of course a double-edged sword to say in itself it's all some connected. people don't see it it's it's law breakdown <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like um some people don't see it as a rat race some people do but it's it's definitely like 100 percent spot on what you're saying there at the same time about it there's so much people don't know and then at the same time you need to be understanding and self-aware to the point that if you know or realize at some point you're not going to be enjoying something either change up what you're doing to enjoy it or maybe call it a tifu yeah yeah i feel like there's a lot of people out there like for example a younger audience or a lot of your followers subscribers and stuff that sort of think that i mean because i can i kind of come from this as well like a couple of years ago i always thought the content creation was super easy i'm like okay these guys just sit on their computers record a video and then they get views they get lots of views and easy subscribers but when you actually put yourself in that situation it's completely different like there are so many mm-hmm. things you got to push past so many hurdles you got to get over to accomplish great things it's not just sitting down typing a couple of words hitting record and then publishing like it it's a lot harder than that and i realized that over the last couple of years like it's 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 harder than Max. people think well i'll say it's it's harder if you want to be good at it right? yes exactly yeah. i've I've had conversations with people in my community and I have, and I've been very upfront with them, right? The people that ask me for advice and on what they should do. And I have some people that take it. I have some people that kind of play with it, right? The people that play with it are the ones they'll up, they'll take a video. They'll take my advice. They'll upload a video, right? And then they won't upload for a few months or maybe they'll upload, you know, five or six videos, but they don't try to evolve their content, right? It's, you you know and then then you get the I'll be up front you get the excuse like oh i'm just trying to i'm just trying to do it i'm just trying to have fun with it yeah okay but you want you want views right like you want people to actually see this you want more than 10 views on your video right we know you do that's why you're uploading it so don't say that like oh i'm just yeah i'm just doing this for fun yeah of course yeah you you want to do it for fun but you also want people to watch what you're making you also you should also want to put out something that's quality um i can't like here's another thing people have to understand too right little insider tip for those listening some people will send me messages um oh god i feel like i'm about to open up a pandora's <laughs> box here by saying this whole shit but go um, on do it some people will send me messages They're like hey man what do you think my-? and i'm like <sighs> okay so i'll go click on it right i'll go to their profile and it's just a bunch <laughs> of like really cringy like oh i took my cell phone and i recorded my uh uh, my computer screen and i move my camera back and forth <laughs> with some overly loud music and like there's 10 videos like that and i was like i'm not i'm, I'm not gonna i'm just uh, i'm just gonna step away reply, <laughs> i just gotta, <laughs> gotta put my phone down right but it's just like larger content creators will look at your content they will go back and look at your content. you might not know it but we'll go and look at it from time to time. we'll get curious like who is this guy you might leave a comment on my video i got vid iq i guess how many subscribers you have i'll go and check i'll see what you're see what you're putting out it, the thing is, for me, I, it doesn't. To me, it doesn't matter how many followers you have, right? For example, if like I want to collab with somebody, it. What to me, what matters is the amount of effort that you put into something. Yep, yep. If I see that you're consistently putting in good amounts of effort, I will collaborate with you, right? But if you're just, if you have a small follower account and you're also putting out trash, I'm not going to waste my time or your time. It's not gonna. It's not gonna teach you anything by by uh by being doing a collaboration with you. You're not going to learn anything. And it's also not going to do right to I want I want to work with people that 
value not just my time, but their own time. And I will see that you value your own time when I can see that you're constantly putting in effort into your content. I like that. Yeah. I I love clock. He, (laughs) this guy's like this, this inspirational, just fucking dude. I love it. Out here making some moments. Okay, guys, calm down. All right, relax. I'm, 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 the, I'm, I'm the most crass person in the Fortnite community, all right? Don't big me too much. You might regret this. Uh, I love it. You're, you're so real and, like, truthful as well. And I think that's what a lot of people do cover up in the community. Like, a lot of people try and hide behind lies and stuff where you're you're so truthful and straightforward where, like, you'll say it what it is and you don't sort of, like, dance around it. And I like that. It's in a believable that. way as well. Like, not to say it needs to be believable because it's the truth. But, yeah. like, it's mm. in a way that, like... I feel like even the biggest of ego person could be like self-check moment. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you don't sugarcoat stuff either. Like you say it directly what you think. So you're getting the truth across. And yeah, I like that. I really like that about you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Now, well, there goes my ego. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep feeding it. (laughs) Or snap them dance moves tonight. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh man. Um, (laughs) Do you guys find it sort of like continue with the struggles do you guys find it hard to come up with video ideas and what's sort of like your process in order to to make a video like so for somebody that's new to content creator what's your step-by-step process in order to create a video and get it out onto youtube tiktok whatever Mm. x-man go (laughs) Uh, yeah that's 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 a really good question for me because here's the here's the thing i in my personal opinion there is no short of content because there is so much going on in Fortnite, especially in creative. I, I've known, like, there are people I've seen I collab even with Epic Games, and they make their own maps, and those maps are fire, and I will play them on stream and everything, but when, when I come, when I, when I go over to the editing side, I try to edit it, I'm like, I have, like, 25, like, a half an hour of footage, and I only edit, it's only, like, five minutes. Like, I kind of I get to that. Yeah. Where, like, yeah. I, cl- I clip at the good parts, but then there's some parts where it's just like it's not good enough or I don't think like I don't I don't, I don't really like it, so I'll just cut it out. And then it's just it, it's just so short of a video. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know. But I feel like I feel like content like there's so much there's so much in Fortnite that you can do. Is you, you seem to find like the good part and the stuff like the stuff that you like. Cause I would say there was a map I played yesterday, which I'm gonna do something with it today. Um it's like a it's like a def it's like a climb like climb uh death run thing i guess yep, yep. where each 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 section you go is a season oh wow um that's cool and yeah it's it's really cool and i um i was 20 minutes into it and i'm like i think i was in the season seven theme i felt and there's no checkpoints so if you fall down you gotta start back from the beginning oh, that sucks so i i fell down i'm like no and, and you just see my face on stream just like staring into the abyss of me like you can see the me- there's a meter down there in the bottom too it's just going from 700 600 500 i'm just like <laughs> i feel and then like it was rexing was like how you feeling i'm like I feel all i feel is pain i hate this <laughs> sadness and pain and i'm gonna end it there thank you all so much for watching and just- <laughs> <laughs> like, my voice. <laughs> like i feel like that map just like really it just it just got me going and everything man so Oh, and then plus, uh, me playing Zelda, I've I've gotten hooked onto it ever since ever since I finished Tears in the Kingdom. Oh, yeah, I just got that game, bro. I, my chat was making fun of me when I was playing it. They're like, "Bro, you suck." I'm like, "Bro, I, 
I don't play Nintendo. I'm sorry. God, I played the first <laughs> Zelda like 10 years ago. My bad. Don't come at me. Come on. <laughs> Clark's like, yo, this, this controller got more than two buttons. What? <laughs> yeah, right, bro. Literally, I'm like, when the f this is the NES? What is this nonsense? This newfangled contraption your children have. <laughs> But yeah, for me, for tears, I got like 120 hours in it, dude. Damn, it's, bro. It's it's fun, man. It is I want to so, get so it. Fun. Yeah, I want to get it. Because I, I, I wanted to, because I have clips. I'm going to edit them out because I have clips of like moments where I like, I, I, I was, I died to the most dumbest thing I did. I'm like, why did I do that? Like, why? I'm just, I'm just oh, dumb I, when I play that game, bro. I can, I'm like, my chat, my chat was like, I'm, I'm trying to find this chest or something. I'm in this temple trying to find this chest. I got like a bow. I'm like, I'm supposed to light some shit, some shit on fire. Like, where, where do I go? My chest, like, look up. I'm like, oh, there's, a, oh, there's a chest up there. Yoink. Like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I'm just, uh, it was, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm so bad. At, I'm so bad at playing that. But that's, that's how I feel, though. It's like the content's everywhere. You just got to go for it. Like, yeah, it doesn't even yeah. matter. It doesn't need to be Fortnite. You can just do whatever you want, dude. Yeah. Do you get inspired X by other people's content and that kind of makes you put a twist on your own or do you just find like just your own ideas suffice? I, I want to say yes, because yeah. when um I think where my I guess my brick is what you call it really kicked in was was the my fashion shows. Yeah. Yeah. And um I started them because it was I mean, I saw obviously I was watching, you know, Lachlan's fashion shows, everyone doing fashion shows at that time. And um it was like years though so like two years ago they did that so when i was thinking about it, i was like oh, I, I think i should do one and then i did them and then it started getting more traction you know keep it going and then and then i got the i got the dm from daja the uh creator of the joy skin and everything mm -hmm. uh sent me a dm saying hey i want to collab with you on fashion shows and everything and i and it kind of and then when they posted a collaboration with with Dodger's map and and then uh, everything just kind of like lit lit a fire in me just like what wait what someone what <laughs> like just it just kind of gave me that like it kind of gave me that hope where like and plus fnts2 really just it just it, it put it put fuel under that it, it was just, it was so fun, man. And, and I feel like you need like, those things to keep going as well. You need that yeah. like boost, that energy of just something happening where that's and someone reaching out to you or an event. You need that little checkpoint. It is. Like I've gotten mm. like two, like two people recognize me at there. And then now, and now the coffee shop I go to every like Saturday, every other weekend, they know who I am now. That's crazy. I love that. Which is wild. They were like, oh, we saw your video, man. It's awesome. Like, thanks. To the right, you're like, Twitch name on the cup when they do your coffee and stuff, <laughs> just out of like X Men gaming. Being like, X -Men. Yeah, <laughs> but it's wild though, man. And I'm like, wow, y'all really like me dying. Cool, thanks, guys. <laughs> but it's 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 wild just to see that like, people know who like know they know who you are and they, and they like what you do. It's wild for me to see that. Like, and that's what pushes you forward, I reckon. Yeah, like man. yeah. That's See, there cool. is rewards in it. It's not all grind and sacrifice your life, everyone watching. <laughs> there is happy things about us. It. not all morbid and horrible. Oh, yeah. It's not a blood sacrifice, y'all. <laughs> you, 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 you guys didn't do blood sacrifices before you start? Uh, just oh, me. Maybe right. just one. Yeah, right. I bad. think you did it for that smooth-ass voice. Okay, bro, stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make me blush over here, man. Relax. <laughs> 
Jakey, what was the uh, what was the question again that you asked? <laughs> Getting back on track to the podcast, friendly. Do you find I'm it sorry. hard to come up with video <laughs> ideas, and how do you come up with them? Friendly, you go ahead and answer, bro. Since you're so clucks, like I need a moment just to get uh, Well, to be honest, my content's mainly centric around like leaks pouring out and obviously everybody will probably be like why have you got this clickbaiter on the podcast for a start when they see my name but yeah I I, i'm sort of kind of known really for exaggerating <laughs> things massively in titles and thumbnails and then actually going over leaks and news that's poured out anywhere without trying to make stuff up in the video instead of people who you know kind of like use cinema 4d photoshop a giant megalodon shark on the outskirts of the island like oh my god guys new shark in fortnite boss polar peak monster return like nah see that's I'll just I like that about yeah, you, friendly. On. Like you, yes, you clickbait, and a lot of people associate with you with clickbait. Number one, having you on the podcast is good because we get to see another, we get to see another side of you and you actually, and who you are. But a good thing about you is you still, even though you quotations clickbait, you're still covering the content that you've mentioned in your thumbnail or your title, and that. But you're just doing it in a different way than other people. Like you still cover everything, and it's still truthful. It's just. It's not clickbait like you said about oh Megalodon and Fortnite and all that stuff. You you're still covering the yeah. content. It's not com like it's not complete BS so to speak. So the way I look at it is so uh, what I'm like planning on today. Do you know Fitzy made that tweet about like this Fortnite movie thing and it was just yeah. kind of like a meme like I'll have four tickets please. Yep yep. So what I'll do from there is I'll paint this picture in my head. Not that I can create. Need a three D designer to do it please. <laughs> no. But, uh, <laughs> like some like sort of scene like cinematic looking scene of like that obviously hasn't been replicated throughout a trailer so far, and it looks like almost like a shot from the movie itself. Maybe of like a popular character like Midas or something. And then I'm thinking in my head, like, what else has happened recently that I can sort of talk about and have that, like, how does it link into that? How can I flow yeah, through the topics yeah. to also make sense to this becoming a thing? And then obviously I'll think about, like, the storyline and stuff and where we're at. Obviously Chapter 5's pretty much confirmed to be happening end of this year mm -hmm. version 28 isn't it yeah 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 28 yeah so we got two more seasons so we got chapter four season four august 25th and then chapter four season five of to be honest like which one's going to be the shorter season because it could be chapter four season four but at the same time it could be chapter four season five so to be honest the, me like just rambling brainstorming now is like the process that my head goes through like yeah, before yeah. i'm actually putting into thoughts bullet points and actually structuring somewhat a video before I just get the mic on and whack out a vid and then edit it all together, really. From start to finish, how long does it take you to sort of like, so from planning it to editing to posting it, how long would you say it takes you to do that? Honestly, it's kind of hard to track from the planning out uh, standpoint, but yep. I'd say, like, obviously I'm just constantly thinking about YouTube anyway because I'm just addicted to this. <laughs> like, I'm just a bit of a inter internet maniac, yep, internet yep. maniac. <laughs> But uh, I just, I, and people say like, oh, you must love it for like money and stuff. Like, it's not that, like, I'm just a numbers guy. Like, I just like seeing things. I'm weird as well. Again, just end the podcast there. <laughs> Friendly Machine is weird confirmed. <laughs> but, um, I secretly get excited when I see my stuff not doing as good because I'm like, it's going to feel so much better and like be so much cooler I like that, when yeah. I like, re like revive yeah. it again. You know what I mean? That's like when you see the green answer. arrows on the YouTube community studio but to answer the question about the process and what time it takes probably from the moment i hit record and then editing everything together obviously ea skate like the thumbnail designer that i have yep, full yep. time whether him or someone else makes it probably like six to eight hours Jeez, yeah and i feel like a lot of people don't realize how long it actually takes to do that especially when you're on your own like you guys are because like there's obviously mm. people like top five gaming who have such a big um 
support team around yeah. them. So when you're on your own, and also I feel like being on your own, and if a when you're creating content, and if that video pops off and does well, you feel more proud of yourself because you've accomplished it all by yourself without any help. Yeah, Tommy was saying that I think to one of my other friends, not to like say he definitely said this, but one of my friends told me he said uh, sometimes it can feel more rewarding to you know hold the reins directly and be selling the shit yeah, by exactly. yourself and having a channel like that yep. rather than be like a big part and face of it which he let's face it tommy everybody knows him as top five gaming you know what i mean like he's the voice the face yep, yep. stuff like that despite all the other work that goes into it such as the writers the editors uh like everything it's uh it's obviously going to feel rewarding and he sees it on his phone as well like this video is a blah 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 out of 10 two mm -hmm. out of 10 one out of 10 yeah but there is certain magic about being a sole content creator and i'm glad you mentioned this actually because i feel like with everything and more social platforms coming around now with so many more ways to capture people's attention get views it's becoming more of a corporate setup to where you do need a team in a sense if it is going to be astronomically huge in terms of like for instance either top five gaming in the gaming sense or someone like mr beast where they're doing so many things all at once like you're seeing their life in real time through their content doing these amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> so let me preface this by, by pointing something out real quick. There's, I want to say, I want to make it clear that there is a difference between being a YouTuber and a streamer. Those two things obviously coincide, but they're two, they're somewhat two different content strategies, right? Because they're both content, but it's, it's an express, it's a different expression of content. So, one thing that I've learned recently, we're talking about like if it's difficult to come up with ideas um, to make content from time to time. One thing I struggled with for a while was creating experiences for my live stream, right? I didn't understand. I just honestly feel like it's only been in the last month and a half, two months that I finally understand what I need to do for streaming, right? To kind of make my stream stand out a little bit. Yep. So when I was originally doing, when I first started streaming, um, I was I was doing I was working a full time job. I was streaming five to seven days a week, and I was pumping out twenty TikToks a week. Jeez. Um, the Dude, what grinding. I the early that that was so that's when I started back in chapter two season seven. So I would look because so I was blessed because I was working from home and I had I worked in a call call center and I was in sales. And so in between phone calls, I'm on my computer editing TikToks from streams from the night before the while answering yeah. phone calls. So it's like, oh, well, I can get, and then when I'm, I got my four TikToks done for the day. All right, let me, let me fire up the live stream. Got to get that going, right? And so I, I streamed for like three or four hours. Originally when I was streaming, it was a lot of creative streams, a lot of giveaways and, you know, and that kind of thing. I think about four months into it, and this is like, we were talking about roadblocks earlier. Yeah. This is one of the first roadblocks I, I fell into, which was that like my, I didn't feel like I really had a true loyal fan base like i had some people i had a i had a, I had a small like handful of people that like were kind of an inner circle but my streams went from like i was getting like 20 maybe 30 people in the early days watching and then it dipped all of a sudden it dipped down to like between four to ten i'm like well what the hell like what did i do right and i noticed that when i was when i wanted to play like competitive fortnite or when i just wanted to play with my my cousin uh joe because he, he's like my my duo partner we've been playing yep. this game together pretty much since it came out People weren't as interested in that. They wouldn't. I re and I realized people didn't want to watch me play Fortnite. They wanted to. They wanted me to either give them something for free, or they wanted to play creative uh, maps with me. Which I I get both of those things. That's mm -hmm. cool. 
But I realized, man, I'm kind of setting my brand up wrong here. And it was weird. I feel like God just put this in front of me at the right time. While I was going through this crisis, um, I, Colazzo made a video about this very topic. And he was talking about how he had to, um, he had to stop because he, he said that he was doing the same thing. He was doing customs and giveaways and like on days where he just wanted to play comp, like people would come like, hey, can I play? Hey, you giving away anything? No. OK, bye. Right. And that's and that's kind of the attitude he got. He said he had to dial back. He lost a lot of viewers, but it was worth it in the end because he repurposed and rebranded himself to be able to get like viewers that actually wanted to watch him just do his thing right yeah so i took that and i had to dial back fast forward to basically the last let's say five months i started doing um the storyline quest the fortnite storyline quest i started doing those live and i noticed that when i was doing the storyline quest live shit i'm i'm getting like 70 viewers in a stream what the hell i'm like that this is big. Why would anybody me doing storyline quests, Fortnite storyline stuff live? Why would anybody care about that? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> then I just I didn't put two and two together. Like, dude, you're a Fortnite there is, and you're doing the storyline quest, explaining it while people are watching it. Like I had before, then I was just making YouTube videos that were covering it. Yeah. But when I switched it into live streams, it was just like, whoa, this is there's something to this. So, but it's like the last month, month and a half, I realized it's not just the storyline stuff. Anytime where I have a live stream where I'm reacting to content or where I'm just sitting down talking to my audience, those streams do way better than when I'm, when I'm doing gameplay stuff. Like we were talking about earlier, um, people don't really want to watch Fortnite content. Like people play Fortnite as much anymore. But when there's a purpose behind it, right? Um, that's a word that people will hear me use a lot, purpose. Like, you got to find your purpose when you're making your content. And I, you need to write a vision, mission, purpose statement. I learned that from my mother when she was starting her business. You need to create a vision, mission, purpose statement. Mm -hmm. I was able to, I, I had to put purpose. I realized I need more purpose behind my live stream. So I started not just doing the quest stuff. Then I started reacting to the other theorists, uh, theories videos and everything like you saw yesterday jakey on stream that was a wild time i loved but, it so good yeah yeah and so it's like but now it's just like okay maybe this is more of where my live streams need to be yeah yep and then i can take that content and then put that in in, in like it's called optimizing your content i can take that content and put it to the form of youtube videos mm -hmm. and so now i'm double dipping and getting killing two birds with one stone on top of coming up with all the other ideas that i have um, for making YouTube videos. Now, YouTube videos, I'll keep it brief because I know I, I've been talking, I've been rambling, I'm sorry, I've been talking so for good. so long. But, <laughs> but for YouTube videos, it's more of, okay, I'm now understanding the importance of trend jacking and paying attention to, okay, what is everybody talking about right now? What are people saying in the comment sections? What are people saying in my Discord? What are, what's on Google Trends? What's on Twitter? Um, for I, the first year and a half, I didn't even go on Twitter. Stupid. Like, imagine not going on Twitter to, to figure out, like, Top. I found so many gems on Twitter, different things to talk about. It's Twitter is like essential for my content is, creation yep. uh, strategy. But anyway, that's just. I, I know I've been rambling for a while, but that's just kind of my thought process and how I've kind of evolved in like making content. Like, yeah, it's it can be very difficult. Or I'll say this: it used to be very difficult with coming up with video topics and video ideas. But now I feel like I'm finally entering like a kind of a, a momentum, kind of a, a groove now where, like I was saying earlier, bring this full circle. The last couple of years was spent getting the tools, right? And now I'm actually building the foundation for my brand. And that's kind of, this kind of explains how that all comes together. Yeah. Oh, that's, no, I, I, it's good hearing everybody's 
point of views and how they figure out and what works for them because everybody has different strategies and different techniques with what works with them and I think it's good to be able to just as like somebody that's listening to this right now it's good to be able to hear that because everybody has a different thought process so hearing what other people have to say or hearing how other people sort of go through their daily schedule in order to create the content that they see is I think it's cool being able to listen to that so just before we I'm going to try and wrap it up a little bit but just before we do going to pull it up real quick on twitter asked like a little bit of a community post just sort of seeing if there's any questions that they wanted to ask you guys so go for it wait we... also um while, while you're doing that yep. i was scrolling to tic tac uh this morning bro i literally just saw clark's video <laughs> saw your video dude <laughs> of oh killing boy. like a like just killing the truck <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah I, that was that was yeah. I had two videos that just bro. These freaking tryhards, man. They're wild. Like you gotta put them in their place sometimes, dude. Good lord, <laughs> that you have one sliver of health remaining, bro. That yeah, was one I HP. Was dying laughing. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm finally getting good at this Fortnite thing, guys. I don't know. He gets it. <laughs> um, so Yo, bro, this tactical sprints lit. One question that I actually really like is from Mr. Popcorn. Oh, sorry, Mr. Popcorn N. And he says, what do you like about being a content creator and what's your hardest moment in your journey? So if we can just have like sort of summarize and have a quick point to that question. Who's going first? I've talked long enough. Somebody else go. <laughs> uh, repeat the question. So what do you like about being a content creator and what's the hardest moment that you've had in your journey? I think what I like is meeting meeting people. That's why I, I agree. Yeah. Me- yeah. Meeting, meeting people like content creators, viewers, all, all, all the get-go rounds. And just meeting them is is such it, it's amazing. It's an honor. It's a it's a pleasure to meet them because it's it, you get to meet them. They all have this. They all have the same interests that you have. It's nice. And that's why I think that. Um, I think the hardest part for me for my streams, I say the quality, because I want them. I want I wanted to make it look nice so you can see the game without being all stuttery. And then also, cause I do face I do face cam literally every time literally it's like my face reveal was like the second video i uploaded on youtube ever and i love that you're so um, confident with your face too like i say everyone on my twitter timeline and i'm blessed with it <laughs> <laughs> like I, I always put that out every time dude i, I love, love it i love having face cam because because i feel like with face cam you have more of a in-person reaction than with no face yeah cam. and it captures even your emotion you too yeah even if you don't do it that's completely fine because your voice will just branch out the same thing but I feel like for me, when I when you show your face in it, it, it there's more emotion to it. Yeah, yeah. Literally. I agree. That's why I feel like I'll make it more look nicer. But so far, it's okay. It's just my problem is the bit rate. I'm getting that situated. I think I can agree <laughs> with that. Like, mine's just more about the quality. Like, I want to try and do the best quality I can. So that's probably the hardest thing for me as well, is just trying to produce high-end quality and trying to think of new ideas at the same time while still maintaining that quality and not dropping it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean to answer the same question. Um, so what I like about it is I'm I'm all for grit and grind. Really, like I like being in a like a routine that's created by yourself, determined by yourself. So you, you sort of like you work, you are working for yourself, mm-hmm. but obviously you're gonna put more pressure on oneself than a boss could in a sense long term. Definitely, yeah. still want the short term deadlines, but you're thinking like right. I've got plans for this far down the line, this and that, and it's just a it's good, healthy like work ethic created from doing that. Even if you feel like you don't want to do it, and especially when you get the work done as well, if you don't feel like doing it, or like say if you feel sick or something one day, maybe you've come down with some like I don't know like flu going around, 
Yeah. It's always like the extra satisfaction, but I'm I just like grinding. Like I, as long as I've got something to grind, and obviously I've loved gaming ever since I was a kid, and especially Fortnite. Like that's another thing you mentioned at the start of the podcast, Jay. Like a lot of people will play this just for the content's sake, just because they know new updates come out. They've seen mm-hmm. it on Twitter, being like the hub of immediate Fortnite source of you know whether it be clips, pictures, and even yep. like you know just words and strings and stuff. Like, I actually genuinely enjoy playing the game and doing the challenges as soon as they come out. Not that I need to, because, like, I buy all the 100 <laughs> levels and I'll definitely get level 200. But the worst part about it, or, like, the hardest time I've had mainly is... Because I'm 24 now, right? And I started doing this, like, full-time, probably about 19. Oh, well, okay. Yep. So over the over the past five years, you you do know, and you do notice more as time goes on, uh, the sacrifices that you are putting in, say that one time going out for drinks with friends where you're like, oh, I've got to be here, this just happened. Like, say if a new chapter or like live event got announced, I've got to make this vid, I've got to get yeah. it out, blah, blah, blah. It, it's it's those moments. And as you get older, obviously, as you become more of like a ideal parent age, I mean, there's not obviously a set age that you need to become a parent at, but you start like judging all these things like, well, if I had a child in the picture, this and that, girlfriend wife or other responsibilities it's like how much am i willing to sacrifice to do this grind in a healthy way where i can also balance everything else at the same time so it's honestly i wouldn't call it like the worst thing about it it's just an ever going process of where you constantly just you have to think like as bruce lee said like water you put it in a cup it becomes the cup yeah put it in a big a <laughs> bottle it becomes a bottle. you got to adapt to every situation and in a weird way, as I am, as I've mentioned this podcast, I kind of like that. Yeah. Mm. I I kind of like how you're talking about with like the ideal age of like being a family or stuff like that because I'm 21 and I see people my age like having kids and that, which I, would, I, I couldn't do at this Facts. age. But I sort of yeah. compare myself to them like, should I be out there doing, trying to find a girlfriend, doing all this sort of stuff, ha- partying, having fun? Or do I enjoy sitting here yeah. creating content, trying to build up my future? That's what I sort of weigh out. Yeah, so that's human nature to obviously compare yourself not only in this content avenue that we've already discussed, but on like more of a human just consciousness level to other areas of life because that's just like hereditary in our nature as a species, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. But not to dive into biology. <laughs> biology class. <laughs> the there's a lot of things I love about it. It's the reward that you get from grinding putting in a bunch of hard work and seeing the fruits of your labor that being people's reactions to it the people that you meet the collaborations the opportunities you get like all of that is is fun it's rewarding it's enjoyable um i i love like i said earlier i love entertaining people i love but i think more so than that i love the potential to have an impact on somebody mm-hmm. potential in a way that i never thought of when i i told my chat this multiple times but it's just like when you watch my streams because remember my content was originally not going to be gaming stuff it was going to be you know more of the life advice relationship yep, yep. type stuff that's what i was planning for when you watch my streams i want you to learn something i want you to to have something to think about sometimes and not every stream is going to be like super ultra deep philosophical <laughs> but i i do want you to to get something from my content i want you to grow because the thing is i, I want to grow with my audience as because look you might wa- start watching when you're 14 and when you're hitting your early 20s i want you to still be watching i want my content to be able to grow with you. And I think that that's rewarding when you can create a loyal fan base that grows with you 
and you have some kind of impact on them more than outside of just gaming, right? That's really like what's the most rewarding to me. Yeah. Um, but in, on the other side of things, the challenging aspect, everybody was talking about like um, comparing themselves to others and, and, but like in your personal life, right? Like I think the biggest challenge is letting your personal life slide, like getting away from, you know, interacting with people in the real world. Yep, One yep. benefit, like listen to you guys talk. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm probably the oldest person here. I'm 28, right? So one advantage to being an old man of the Fortnite community <laughs> oh, is that old man, <laughs> you're young, bro. I'm I, I in his twenties, calling himself an old man. <laughs> one of the advantages of being a bit older than uh, a lot of the creators is that when I was younger and I was your guys' age, I was out there tearing up the dance floor, man. I was I was doing I was out there getting wild, just enjoying myself, right? When I was Going like you, young whiffer snippers, <laughs> back in my day, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it. I, the same thing, even when I was looking at Tifu's video, right? Um, when I was looking at his goodbye video, and he's talking about how he used to use gaming as a way to escape from life, and now he's using life as a way to escape gaming. I understand that. I get that. Um, and it's just like he, just like a lot of people, when his his late his early his late teens, early twenties, that's when he was blowing up. That's when he was grinding the hardest and he was doing all this content stuff, man. During that time in my life, like, yeah, I was dabbling with content, but it wasn't like it is now. I'm very blessed in the sense that I've been able to do a lot of things in real life. I've been able to develop a lot of skills that made me better as a content creator. Now that I am a bit older trying to do it, it's, I guess that's another rewarding aspect. It's like, I do have a lot of life experience already. And now I can kind of focus on this more, but I will say this, I will admit, and this is a warning to anybody who pursues this, make sure you maintain your health because if you're not good, if you're not, if you're not in a good, healthy state, which is what I've struggled with the last few, uh, last couple of years when I'm being candid, it's been very difficult for me to maintain a good work-life balance between the content and also maintaining my health and my personal relationships. The Transformers movie, when it came out, this year, that was the first time I had left the house in about a year. Jeez. I had, like, I've gone out and, like, done stuff, like, to go shopping or whatever, right? Yep. Do something on my car or whatever. But, like, that was the first time I had seen like my friends. Fun. Yeah, that's the first time I seen my, I went to, the last time I went out was Vegas. It was, I think, June 26th. We went out about this time last year. And then Transformers movie came out, and that was the first time I'd seen anybody. So it's wow. just, don't sacrifice, like, there, there is sacrifice, there is trade-off, but then there's, but there's over, sometimes you can overcorrect. Don't do that. Um, I think that's probably like the hardest thing for me. I'm learning that right now. So, but I'll I'll correct. I'll, I'll balance it out. So I'm not worried about it. I feel like a lot of people do, um, and it's not a bad thing. But I feel like there are a lot of people out there that do put so much time and effort that they do forget about their personal life. Like for example, I don't create as much content as you guys do, but I like to. I always I'm always self conscious when I'm sitting at the computer doing stuff. I, there's I like to try and for half my day sit at the computer do stuff and then the other half go out and spend time with family or go do this at the shops or go shopping and go watch a movie and stuff like that. So I I, I try and be self conscious just in order to keep my um my mental health in check. But even yeah. if you if you kind of forget about that and you're on your computer twenty four seven trying to do out content, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like maybe down the line it will catch up on you, but you're tr you're so focused and driven on creating something that you want to build a, a bit a bigger and better future because you're doing something that you're passionate about. So I don't feel like it's necessarily a bad thing, but it might catch up on you like later down the track. It's something to watch out for for sure. Yeah, so. and um, I know like 
it's becoming the norm more so now. I think the first content creator I, I saw like really put an emphasis on this was like, do you know Doug Sensor Martin from like Call of Duty Competitive yeah, and yep, stuff? Yeah. So like he's always been in tip top shape as well, and like that does so good for your mental. Like not saying get jacked or anything like that. Like you don't have to go, you know, out of the gate, <laughs> never eating any form of sugars again. I'm only eating chicken and veg. Like you don't need to do that, but like even just incorporating that little bit of exercise, just get the blood going. It does, yeah. It may the the natural endorphins and stuff that release from that and like the physical benefits, it just makes you feel a bunch better, especially if you're mm-hmm. in a like a climate like the UK right now where it's probably not hot compared to America or other places of the world, but we've got what's like a heat wave at the moment and it's just a lot hotter than it usually is. And I would notice like previous years, say if I weighed like I don't know, like we measure it in stone over here, so say if I weighed like two or three stone more, I would be like right i'm needing like four naps today but like, but like now it's just like oh yeah just give me a swig of water and i'll i'll be awake for like 20 hours i'll be good yeah 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 ben do you have anything you want to sort of input with that i don't know if i've got a hardest hardest journey as such yeah because i haven't really exactly had to keep up to a certain pace to like kind of stay where i am because i mostly do twitter content but um i think what i like most is the amount of artists that i've met and we all help each other kind of thing it's i really like that the most like i made really good mates with a lot of few specific ones and big ones but even a bunch of smaller aussie ones i've gotten to know them so well and yeah they've come people i can just talk to all the time as well with from content to just naturally as mates so i guess yeah, yeah just meeting new people is pretty sick I do really like that question too, because it will differ from different people as well, depending on your growth in the community and like what content you produce. So each each answer to that question is going to be unique in its own way. And I think that's good because mm-hmm. it's going to convey a different um different approach. There are other questions I'd like to go over, but I feel like we need to start wrapping things up a bit. I just want to say a big thank you to Friendly, Clark and X-Men for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. It's something that I'm really passionate I'm about. So you right thank now. you for having me. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> being able to have you, you guys on here is epic. It's freaking sick. I will leave all of you guys' links down below in the description as well if you are watching this on YouTube. So um, make sure to go follow them if you haven't already. I, I feel like you guys should be following them if you haven't. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I need to sort of conclude. Do you guys have anything you, you want to say before you, before you wrap it up? Any shout-outs to anyone either as well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me. This was a very nice change of pace. It's good to be on somebody else's podcast this is the second podcast i've been on um someone else's the first was mr jowise so um jake you do a really good job very natural very fluent your content is top notch your editing is superb i want to say that thanks dude um but uh outside of that shout out to mr joy he's a fantastic theory content creator his methodical approach to fortnite theories is unmatched there's nobody you'll you'll not get anyone else to get a take like it's even familiar like similar to mr jl wise um and then i also want to give a shout out to another content creator not in the theory space but this gentleman's name is clen c-e or c-l-e-n um he does a lot of fortnite update content he's a really good content creator he streams as well from time to time clen is awesome uh i believe he's i don't know if he's done some stuff with italk but i've i found him through italk when i interviewed italk on my yeah. on my podcast but clen is a really damn good content creator. you should have him on sometime jakey seriously i will i'd love to yeah definitely reach yeah. out but yeah and but then yeah. Uh, only other person i can say shout out to tedious x man that's the, that's the boy you gotta have him on too 
So long tedious, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Friendly yeah, thanks for having me on, Jakey, and uh, obviously it's, this has been like the first podcast I've ever sort of done incorporated with my channel. I know I've done like interviews with different various people like BBC and stuff, yep. you know, like I mentioned to get verified before, but this is the first. It was fun. Uh, I think you're a really good host, to be honest, well prepared, got a lot of, you know, naturally involving things to talk about to do with, like obviously we're all Fortnite orientated and stuff and gaming as a whole, but it's been good. It's been good to like bounce that off into like the real life scenarios and stuff. And yep. the only shout out I really want to give, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but Crypt this entire time, you know, Crypt, don't you? He's just yeah, been yeah. messaging me yeah. on Snapchat getting me <laughs> to say something about him. So shout out to Crypt. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And just before we move to X-Men as well, I just want to say like, this was last minute for Friendly because like, we're waiting for X and we weren't sure if he was going to show up. So we were like, quick <laughs> yeah. Friendly, can we get yeah. you on? <laughs> so it was very last minute for him. So thanks for coming on. <laughs> It's all right. I was just walking around my house just on my phone. I was like, yeah, I'll jump on this podcast. I've seen the logo in the works. I'll get on there. That's awesome. X, you got any shout outs, bro? Oh, man. Uh, shout outs. Just pulls to... out the list. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just want to say, though, really quick, thank you for putting me on here in the podcast. This is my first one. And I've been, I, honestly, I listen to podcasts whenever I'm either uh, working, uh, working out. Or just in general, just chilling. I just listen to them. So I might just listen back to this one and then the previous ones as well. I've been trying to do them, but I've been busy. But I'm going to do them today, though. But, <laughs> yeah, thank you for being on here, man. I love being this. Um, and, shout out, Scott. Um, yeah, my brain is, like, on the fritz <laughs> right now. So much of the place. Uh, shout out to JoJo. Uh, love his stuff. Candy Wing, Rexium, all lovely dudes. Uh, that guy, Keck, amazing. And I think that's it. I think. I don't know. My, my brain's all over the place right now. But, <laughs> X had a bit of a yeah. um a bit of a rough getting on it because he overslept a bit. So <laughs> it's, it's okay though. But I do want to say and shout outs to you, Clark, man. I honestly I t I talked about this yesterday on my stream, and I'm gonna say it again now. I, I watch your videos just to find out how the lore makes sense. I kid Sorry, you. Not. Yeah. Wow. Literally, because I I I, wa I watch it and I'm like, because I'm pl I'm playing the game, I'm doing my challenges. I'm like, how's how is this how does this do relate to anything? And I watch the <laughs> video. I'm like, oh okay, this makes more sense. I, I get it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Look, um, let me say this real quick too. If any of you guys ever have any questions, like general just general questions about the storyline, please inbox them to me. I'm gonna start a new series where I'm just breaking down. I guess I'm announcing it here. I'm gonna do a new series where I'm breaking down like the basics of the story. Like there's so much stuff that people don't understand because there's so much out there. You got stuff, man. Send it to me because that's that's content uh, potential for sure. So, but that's uh, that's a huge honor though, X. I really appreciate that. That you know, you let's say you listen to my content to understand what's going on because there's so many other people that are far more knowledgeable than me that you could get the storyline from. So all the other, I would say that out of all the theorists, I probably know the least. But I'm I'm honored that you that you enjoy the content that I'm getting it across to you in a way that makes sense so thank you i just i just love your real your realism and your authenticity like with how you sort of portray the storyline and there's not you, you gravitate you get evidence and real scenarios that have occurred in game you're not pulling out all these head cannons and stuff and i like mm. that you, you're, you're real and i like i love that thank you but um that's pretty much it guys um thank you all for watching stay tuned for episode five next week we got a 
couple of guests um and i won't sort of say too much and um until next week but uh yeah thank you everybody for listening thank you everyone for being on here and we'll uh, see you on the next episode